0: the bad guy I am not the bad guy I am not the bad guy not the bad guy no
1: good evening and welcome in case you're locked in a prison camp with no idea what tortures are coming to you next this one is called the Trendle Cast. Our attic based after dark delve into that ever widening gash in the fabric of the afterlife. Located where? Why? At none other than the Trendle Manor. So strap on your goggles, throw on your proton pack, and hop into that Ecto-1 that just pulled up outside, because this time we're going on a little ghost
0: hunt.
2: Welcome back to Velda's Movie Trivia Vault, where I'll give you the answers to last week's question. To reiterate, the question was... What famous play that was later turned into a movie did Boris Karloff co-star in, featuring a joke about his disfigured character's face, why he looks like Boris Karloff? And the answer is... Arsenic and Old Lace. In the film, the murderous brother's part was played by Raymond Massey. After Karloff's turn on Broadway, Bela Lugosi played the part for a very long time, touring with the production, even coming to Pittsburgh at one point. Thank you, Trundle Files. I hope that wasn't too hard for you. Join us at the end of this podcast for the next question in Velda's Movie Trivia Vault. Stay
0: tuned.
2: Welcome, Trundle
1: Files, to another TrundleCast. I'm Mr. Arm, and with me, as always, is Velda Von
0: Minks, Hello.
1: The muse and everything else of the manor. Uh, This week we've got an unusual recording Uh, We promised before that this might have something to do with ghosts So what we're going to do is play a little uh, cat and mouse game with the audio We're going to listen to a section, play a section for you And Velda and I are going to go over uh, what we just heard So let's... Let's see uh, what we can pick up from this. you want to tell him a little bit about what was going on there?
2: Yeah, basically uh, a few weeks ago we had somebody come over who was going to uh, use the house for some filming. And uh, ha- being somebody who had never experienced paranormal things ever, according to him, the- from the moment he walked in he was basically hearing the voice of the previous owner of our house, Charlie, who killed himself in the house. Uh, and the entire time he was here, he was feeling things and having a conversation with him and so he left and then uh was furiously texting you right and ended up coming back around midnight to take care of this and uh and see what was happening there so this is a strange drunken it became later drunken Mm -hmm. interlude with this kid uh some of it sounds very emotional and and weird and we had heard things we never thought we would hear and some of it sounded like complete bullshit so we don't know what to make of it
1: no emfs or emps or whatever you call that where (laughs) we're recording ghosts but we're recording someone who said that he was channeling ghosts might be the part that you're wanting to listen to a lot of this actually did resonate with us as residents of the manor and uh we'll see if it resonates with you and keep an eye out for some of the things during your next visit to trundle manor Uh, this first section is a little bit quiet so bear with me i had the wrong microphone on but um it's still pretty good, it's got the uh, introduction. So we'll play that for you. We'll talk a little bit and we'll get right back to playing some more. So here it goes. I
0: don't know what to you me for everything, no matter what I do. I am not the bad guy.
1: No, no, no. How do you mean talk hold that mic closer you fucker this
3: <laughs> is his <it's> communication <laughs> hub somehow. Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That's yours too?
3: And it's because of the, um, the um, house. That the center panel was
1: Yeah. Whoa. Well, this house is, is, uh, this room was the only room that they decided not to insulate or do kind of anything to. The only thing they did to this room was paint. The ceiling.
2: Part of the wall is knocked out over there, you can see. I mean, it gets really hot in the summer, really yeah. cold in
1: the winter. But, uh, I mean, but fun. yeah, this is one of the few original rooms as far as plaster goes and all that kind of stuff. So, maybe Charlie likes this for that specific reason. Does, does that make any sense? <laughs> he
2: died in our bedroom right in the floor right below this. Um, that's what we were told anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, Charlie... ...died sitting up next to our bed, essentially.
2: On my side of the bed, which we can show you that, too.
1: On Velva's to side of the bed. And, uh... He had a chair in there. They, it was told to us that it was so... ...uh... ...messy in the house that they, they couldn't even get into the door. The fire... Because the fire chief was kind of a bigger dude.
2: And they didn't see him the first time. They had to come back.
1: Yeah, he walked... He poked his head in, didn't see anything. Kept going, and eventually... Uh, came back and found Charlie, but uh, do me a favor before we get too far into it. I know that you're feeling all hot and heavy. I don't want to interrupt you or any of that no, shit. We but introduce, what we're doing now. introduce yourselves. Uh, he was, he's
2: anonymous. We have an anonymous. Oh, we're here. doing
1: anonymous. Mm-hmm. And Corey. <laughs> and anonymous <Cardi>. and Corey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We've got King some new us friends us
1: here at Random the Yeah, they just. Um, I got a call or a text message, uh, uh, instant message today about doing some sort of a video thing at Toronto Manor, uh, because they knew that we had unusual things and could they see the place and they were bringing the director over and all this junk. And without giving out too much of, of what any of it is, I rel- reluctantly said, okay, because we are inundated with horrible things that we're working on at the moment. But one of the members ended up getting, uh, some strange feelings about, um, the things that are going on at Trundle Manor, and some of them are quite dark and quite disturbing, and, and we, if you wouldn't mind, like, telling us what you think, uh, what right you right felt now. as soon as you came in, that would, that would probably be the best thing, just give us, like, a, a heads up.
3: Yeah, absolutely, um, like, uh, like, I'm a director, um, I have no background in or anything like that, that I would it's very weird enough, like I've always been a heavy skeptic and stuff like that, and I had some weird things happen in the past, but I've always really been too one to skepticize that, I just convinced myself that its craziness. Um, entering in the Manor tonight, though, um, immediately what I heard was, my head was really closed, and with one voice specific, um, the voice, the mission said, you have to find it. you have to find it.
1: Okay, I think we're a little bit more ourselves now. Uh, we, just, we just got a little bit of booze into us. need to
2: settle into some Let's nice booze, darling.
1: Wow, wow, what a thing that we just listened to. I mean, this is so <laughs> exciting shit. already. This just started out, and the guy is anonymous. <laughs> so, you know, now we're just intrigued immediately because we're not allowed to fucking say his name, and I am just, I'm blown away. I mean, that's balls to not actually use your name. <laughs>
0: You know, I think he I was just, embarrassed. I, I,
1: he must have been. Oh, wait. What? No, uh, no, no, no. That no, no. son he of was a just, bitch. He was just... Uh, he's just too cool. Too cool for school.
2: Uh, thank you. Yeah. I was going to say that.
1: Yes, you were. Okay. So, that's the intro. I don't know what to say about that. That's. It's just the very beginning, but I had. To, we had to jump back in so we could raise the volume and not blow out your eardrums. Yes. So, uh So, that was... Uh, you know him and his production buddy actually just came back he, the, the production buddy's the guy that drove him up
2: he was a skeptic the production buddy yeah he
1: was the the resident skeptic of the room yes and uh you know we uh you know i didn't really know how to start that whole thing so anyway the microphone was so low because i was using Sorry the goddamn yeah i was using the goddamn uh, computer, microphone, and forgot to turn, plug in uh, the other ones. So, it gets okay. better. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, let's let it get better uh, just a little bit more, and we'll play the next section. Yep. Here we go. Um,
3: you'll know it when you see it. You'll know it when you see it. And it was very insistent that I needed to find something. And there was no other talk. Um, it was just... The insistence that I had to find an object that was in the house. And if you know the manor, there's millions of objects <laughs> in the house. And that's, that's quite the obstacle. I mean, there's no more proverbial needle in a haystack than finding an object <laughs> in Trudel Manor. Anyways, um, I was, I'm told to find that, but the entire time I'm being gestured to look at a ventriloquist dummy that is on top of a curio cabinet in the, what I would say would be the dining room area of Trundle Manor.
1: What happened was this: this um, to me, this like unfolded. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but this unfolded because after you were here, and because I, re- I remember instances, I remember things happening, but after you were here, uh, and you finally got back to me and told me all about, you know, how you felt, and then I remembered how everything transpired and just little things that happened because you were very calm and you know. Um I just thought that you were a brooding director <laughs> when you
3: One of the things that I was told um initially was that anxiety was going to rid everything that I was experiencing. So if there was any anxiety by anyone in the room introduced that it would immediately cancel out everything that was going on. So that was one of the first conversations that this entity that we haven't revealed yet is was letting me know that it, we can't have anxiety and we can't have exploitation of what's going on I just mm. have to listen and help and once again as I prefaced this is not anything that I do am associated with study anything like that this is just me walking into a house and experiencing something weird but mm. um, I'll continue in the fact that I was gestured to look at this ventriloquist dummy mm-hmm. and um, when I was a kid I had um, I remember my mom bought it from the J.C. JCPenney catalog it was a Charlie McCarthy dummy
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
3: um, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like, I, it was a ventriloquist doll. So I knew that the dummy's head was Charlie McCarthy. And, like, it just, whatever was talking to me was telling me to look at that. And um, I looked at Anton. And I said, it's the history of the house. Um, is there any ghosts or anything like that? And I think he gave me the normal tourist answer that he would give me. And mm-hmm. said, no, there's yeah. nothing weird going on. There's there's no weird <laughs> shit. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I said, well, who died in the house? And he said, well, oh, you knew right away. a guy that committed suicide in our bedroom that put a bag over his head filled the house up with gasoline and blew his face off the shotgun um that I mean if you Anton if you remember when he told me that there's no shock on my face like, yeah it mean,
1: wasn't anything where it's like oh my god that's crazy
3: which yeah, a was, lot of people
2: do when we tell it them just it. it's just affirmation it's a very
1: little known story because we don't we don't talk about Charlie readily it's not just like part of the tour we didn't tell them it's Charlie yet. yeah we didn't tell oh, them was oh, Charlie
2: oh. Yet.
3: oh shit uh <laughs> I said, What was his name? He said Charlie. And that's that that's when I, I realized I'd been looking at this this dummy that was Charlie McCarthy. And I mean you could go on both sides of the fence, but what, what's telling me is he was telling me his name. And at that yeah. point he really started going on a conversation. Um do you have anything else or you want me to go ahead? Oh no, keep going. Um I got skeptical quick because mm-hmm. I'm I'm an atheist. I don't believe in things like this. Like right. this isn't This isn't something I hold any faith into. And I said, you got to prove this. And he said, ask for the picture. And Anton, if you want to continue from there, I'd like to hear your POV from when I asked you for
1: that. (laughs) Well, you know, and again, this was, you know, this was me not being immediately thinking. Because whenever we give tours, sometimes, you know, uh, we just talk about Charlie. And it's not that often, but sometimes people ask what happened in the house. And uh it seemed like that, a
2: normal question, basically. Yeah, it just
1: seemed like a very normal question. So I said, Oh, here's a picture of Charlie. Uh the only one that we have is him sitting on the stoop. And uh
3: before that I asked you to see the picture yeah. of Charlie. Okay.
1: Well it, it didn't that's what I'm saying is it didn't even register. It wasn't like
2: Like, oh sure, know. here it is.
1: Yeah, because we do we do so many different things. It's kind mean, of on display. Yeah, for all I know, you know, people oh people checked online or they I read a review, or, or some kind of bullshit where you know whatever but um, it, but it, it, it honestly didn't even register with me when you said it until you started texting me afterwards yeah and that to uh, me was the proof like that yeah. that was right. what I asked him to prove to me
3: like okay how are you real needs
1: well after it, hearing it after you know hearing you say that after the, after that it just seemed fucking bizarre that uh, that that all the things transpired the way they did. Right. And, and I was... assure you, before this, I, I
3: found out about <laughs> Toronto Manor like two hours before we got here. <laughs> which is I, really The only funny. thing I researched was the MTV Cribs thing that you guys did, which is awesome. But yeah. Like, I didn't research her. Like, sure. Any... So
2: this has been the craziest night for you, basically.
3: Uh, paranormally, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. craziest no. But Well, no, paranormally, I, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is it. Um, and it doesn't stop there, right? Anton, yeah. Like You want to continue? You're, you're a pretty good storyteller. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. Now you're throwing it at me. I'm, I'm gonna stumble drunk. all the fuck over this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we well we like to get people drunk. Uh, half of this podcast is just saying that uh, there's a trundle break, which just means it's time to take a drink. But can I, smoke, I think that, can I smoke cigarettes? Maybe? Yeah, go yes. ahead. Oh yes, this is a great podcast. Even, uh, Give him the, the horn.
3: This is our there's right? The right here. I saw oh, right. I saw the ashes. That's right, the there, 30s like, ashtray. <laughs> that's either someone Correct, Use that, or that one. <laughs>
1: ashes.
2: Well, basically, uh, they left and Anton, Mr. Arm, got all these texts yeah. about this, and then there was a we, phone call involved, well, we, and he had yeah, to come yeah. back. Yep. You had
1: to come back. Yep, you're going very fast. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> well, aside. we had a lot of work to do, so, uh, you know, we just said, dove. slow down.
0: <laughs> we are <laughs> going too fast. <laughs> we just kind of
1: dove into the whole thing, and uh, and I kept getting these texts. I'm like, fuck, my phone's dying. Why does he keep texting me? And he's telling me all about these ghost things, and, and, Char- and Charlie, and what he felt, and I'm like, oh, fuck
2: and we never hear this from anybody we even had people that are friends who are ghost hunters quote Right. Unquote. we and actually maybe, had ghost hunters come
1: through Trangle Man
3: that's the, that's the point yeah. yeah what I was told tonight is the point is if you exploit it in any way in a physical world or if you're selfish with it or if you're trying to get notoriety <laughs> with this yeah notoriety I'm slurring a that's all right <laughs> um, but if you try to get notoriety can we have a break <laughs> yes yeah. Toronto break yes yep you really didn't know what you get yourself into by putting me on a microphone. <laughs> um, but it, it's it, the point is, You're good. Um, there was there was three conversations that happened before I left here with me and Charlie. Yeah. Um, the one was exploitation. Like this can't be. Like he's cool with podcasts right now. Like okay. it's cool because like this, and I'll go into explain like who Charlie is. Well, I'm fairly,
1: fairly worried about that because the podcast thing is a little bit newer than everything else, but. Um, I mean, we we don't. I, that's one of the problems that we always had with a lot of the places that like have ghost tours and come stay at our place because we have ghosts. I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. You know, maybe you just enjoy the things that are there and make something better out of it. We've never advertised that we have Charlie. We've never advertised that we have a ghost. You know, because like,
2: it's not a fake haunted house. It's not a dude no, in a ghost not, costume. If know, it's a real person who died, and that's very exploitative.
1: Yeah, and and. You know, we've never been into that whole idea of, uh, you know, let's let's do ghost tours at Toronto Manor. No, never. Although, uh, maybe what was causing some issues is that we were getting the idea that, you know, maybe it's okay to do like a podcast talking about ghosts or maybe it's okay. Because we've been listening to a few ghost podcasts. We know? Know, right now, I can let you know that this is cool. Yeah. Cool.
3: Charlie okay. thinks this is really cool. Good. Oh, <laughs> is, I'm glad. This is really cool. Cause he's Good.
1: In- and, like,
3: I need to get into the story about Charlie a little yes, bit to just, just like, explain yeah. him. But um Charlie, as you explained to me and as he's explained to me, he was a hoarder. Um, he had no respect from his family. He had no respect from anyone. He was kind of a loner. He had no purpose in life. And that's one of the reasons that drove him to kill himself. And um, because of that, like, when he died, what he told me, and this is, if you believe it or not, that mm-hmm. he got a job when he died. And he was punished. By not being able to cross over and just be accepted in death and just go into this primordial pool of spirits and just chill with all his loved ones. But now he has a job and he has to bring people here in the same way that you, Anton, bring people here to show them relics of the past to help them accept the fact that they're dead. And up until a period in time that he he can't explain time to me, he can't explain time or physical
1: space orientation, spatial shit like he just doesn't get it. Um, I wonder if that has something to do with his Mensa status, the fact that he, he was, was also s- in Mensa, slightly mm-hmm. a genius, and a lot of geniuses have some issues. With he was space picked and time. for this. Yeah. He was
3: driven to kill himself to be put in the role that he is in now. Okay. Um, the, the, like that like he's telling me that before he died, he was like he was going through what he described as schizophrenia, but what what he's describing mm-hmm. is the same thing I'm going through here. Is he was hearing voices that were Mm -hmm. telling him the master plan of what, how he is going to gain his importance. Mm -hmm. His importance is just as important as you are bringing people here to find joy in what people would consider junk and ugly and disgusting. And you, you bring happiness to that. That's what he does. And he is like your polar opposite on the cosmic end of the spectrum. And you had to be here. You had to be, because he was a hoarder. I don't know if we've got into this yet, but he, Mm -hmm. he, um, his, this house was just a wreck. Like mm. It was fucking disgusting. Like they, they, they had had, uh, and we haven't
1: talked about this yet, but they had hazmat crews here, we, right? Yeah, we actually thought that uh, one of the issues with the house, they and were, one of the they were going to demolish it, right? Yeah, that was that was part of and it. Uh, I
3: don't know this. I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you. This <laughs> I don't know I this. I have someone beside <laughs> me telling me that they were going to demolish the house because of a structural deficiency.
1: Well, here's one of the no. main things um, that I'm still not. Completely positive about uh, this house was filled with natural gas. Uh, before Charlie took his life, he turned on all the gas in the household,
2: which is how they found him.
1: Uh-huh. And uh, you know, the crews discovered I see that there masks. was there was a, I gas see a lot leak. of masks. Like- uh, I, I'm, well, they were they were uh, fire department people, so I'm sure they had some sort of a respiratory. Sometimes system.
2: the hazmat is related to the fire department. My um, dad's a fireman.
1: But uh, but Charlie filled up the house and. He took his life with a shotgun, and to, in our eyes, the idea was that maybe, uh, maybe with the blast, he, maybe he wanted that shotgun to activate uh, the blast in the house and maybe take the whole house with him as opposed to just leaving his mess. Uh, I have a message for you.
2: Yes.
3: He did do that for that reason. Because okay. he the haunting, the, the what he was experiencing, what I'm experiencing right now was overwhelming for him. Mm-hmm. And he thought the only way to eliminate that was eliminate this space on mm-hmm. Earth. And by destroying the house, he thought that he would eliminate that and no one would have to go through it. But after he died, he realized
1: the importance of him having to go. Yeah.
2: <sighs> wow, that is so huge. Because that's something we speculated on for a very long time.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's been on our minds for most of our lives living at Toronto Manor. We just kind of
2: put two and two together uh, with that. Yeah. But, uh, well, I mean.
1: (laughs) They're disgusting.
3: But, uh, I have my, my, my productionist, my my assistant director, my second eight, like my right hand man, like this is Corey Corsett.
0: What hey, I, I thought you were just gonna call me your assistant. We're gonna piss. This is Corey. This is he is the word
3: man. Um, but he a eternal skeptic in all <laughs> this. Like I'm glad that you're here too. It's here, good
1: to right? have a skeptic in the room.
3: Yeah. Since.
0: Oh my god. This is like the uh, the weirdest conversation. Um, I get a text is like, hey, uh, what are you doing right now? Where are you? I'm like, I'm at my dad's house. Um, and so. And he's like, oh, fuck, I need a ride. And I was like, oh, for what? And he's like, uh, and then he's like, I'm going to call you. And what I'm about to tell you, you know, you have to keep completely to yourself. Don't tell anybody. And they called him. Yeah, so talking nice. about it. <laughs> Yeah, he thinks so, we're keeping it quiet. <laughs> yeah. um, you're the one that's been talking about it. <laughs> uh, anyways, fucking. Yeah, and so, uh, uh and he explained it to me, and I was just like, I mean, alright, I mean, I'm up for the adventure, Yeah. You know, like, wait, anyway, because if it's true, that's awesome, and if it's not, then, you know, like, that still did something to yeah. me. Uh, but it was just, yeah, it was just, it was wild, uh, since we got here. I mean, I, I'm, I don't know, I mean, I guess, I guess you're a skeptic until you experience it yourself. Right. You know, so I, since I haven't before or yet, uh, you know, just, kind of waiting for yeah. it happens to me. But at the same time, I do not deny the fact that other people are having experiences. Yeah. You know? I do not deny the fact that, that he's having real things. Like
3: you but, don't, like, speak for my character. Like, tell, please tell the <laughs> people oh my who are God. To this podcast, <laughs> whoever it may be, like, who this person who was talking is just going to
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Prove to us that he's not just some quack Man, that does this everywhere. Is, this this uh, kooky, uh, kooky son well, of a bitch. Is, Who knows? Is fucking. You're gonna call me
3: deep throat? You don't know from experience.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> we just saw an example of deep throat in New what? York, Pennsylvania. What? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> he said deep throat. Jungle
0: break. Jungle break. Yeah, yeah you know, I so so what are you <laughs> talking
2: about?
0: Cory. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, ring. Oh, I'm driving the ring.
2: <laughs> Oh right Linda Lovelace Display at the but, uh, Museum of Sex In New York Right D-throat. I was just Making a joke <laughs> Thank you Why, Why did you no, make it oh, such a big about. deal
1: Because They were I know
0: what you're <laughs> Talking about
1: Yes Alright they're gonna go okay. pee. He tried to hide that. So yeah, they're gonna uh, go pee.
0: I mean, if you want to talk about the character of my my friend there, yeah, uh,
1: tell me a little bit about him because I don't know you. I only met him today. Yeah. I so mean, for all I know, this is some way to bilk money out of Trundleman. No, no, no. The,
0: no, the no, joke
1: is as as been that Trundleman doesn't have money to bilk out of. So
0: <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> no, 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 not at all, not at all. This is as random and impromptu yeah. uh, for us as it is for you guys.
1: No, I love um, this you know he's
0: he's so adamant about it too yeah like, no like he's you can like,
2: see him like, losing his mind not yeah, in a well, bad that, way that's but kind like, kinda like in, his, out. in his
0: personality like when he does like 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 let's say like we're, we're doing a shoot or something right um mm-hmm. fucking uh like like once he's got that Id- like idea in his head or something for like directing it's like go 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 on that like he does not stop thinking about anything but that until he understands it. he, he knows that's a
1: lot and, like me and
0: <laughs> like like until he he 100 percent is like uh, like aware of every all the ins and outs of it, you know. And so like this happened to him, and it's never happened before, I guess. And so like it it, it triggered that obsession. Never before, so like this is the very it's, first time. As it's far ever. as I know, I right. Mean, we've only been working together for a couple months, but um, yeah, yeah. It, it's so yeah. That's just it, it's 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 nuts. But at the same time, like this is not him at all yeah. when right. it comes to like anything like this. I don't think we've ever even mentioned the word ghosts ever. Yeah. Yeah. In in, in 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 ever in, in any of the time that we've ever spent together, um, so it's just it's very random and it's the last thing I thought he was gonna call me about. <laughs> like he's like "Hey, I need to take me to Swiss it, Like the, like the first thing I thought was like weed. weed. No, not that. It was like like he left. He did say knew, something know, about acid. I know he so went here know. earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I was like, oh, maybe he's for-
3: some nameless. Like I did a lot of drugs. Like-
1: <laughs> done a lot of crimes. i wish you would have shared some of well, those <laughs> but, but uh well nah, you yeah. know it's one of those th- it's one of those things where um look this is this this is we i was we were texting back and forth and uh and you know he's telling me these things, and I'm like. Look, the only way that you're going to get the fuck back in this house to do whatever the hell you think that you're going to do is if you come on the podcast. And that is as selfish as I can possibly be because, you know, I can live with my ghosts, and I love my ghosts, and I feel bad for Charlie, and I feel bad for all these things. But I just wanted to get this captured because my brain can't retain a lot of things. And without me recording this right now, it'll be this weird distant memory within a week. And it's just... It's horrible, it's horrible, and I don't want it to be that way, but I wanted to, to you know, show to you that, like, the, the, me doing the podcast thing isn't a selfish thing, we don't make money, we don't fucking do anything, but I just thought it was such a great trundle story that when I get to be so senile that this, you know, will, won't exist at all, I can actually listen to it and hear your voice and remember it, and it'll bring shit back, so, yeah. this was just so intense to me, Uh, what he's been doing that, you know, I just, I wanted to retain it, man. Wow, that was a whole fucking lot of me talking over everybody.
2: Uh, It gets worse from here.
1: Yeah, it definitely does. You know, that's one issue that I've always had at to manner. And every time I listen to a podcast, I think, oh, good. I just stepped all over Velda's lines.
2: Ah, you know. That's
1: fun. I just did it again.
2: Uh. (laughs) Ah. I just wanted to point out how immediately when this kid came in, he started asking about if there was a previous owner and where is the picture instead of do you happen to have a picture of him? Yeah. Like, that was the first thing that struck me when he started describing his encounter that immediately... He was asking things that he had no basis for asking, really.
1: Yeah. And the whole thing was, was weird for us when he came back because it was like he was fishing. You know, I felt like I was on one of those ghost programs.
2: Uh, the TV psychic. Yeah, yeah, the
1: TV psychics. Oh, is there John in the audience? Oh, John died uh, horribly, right? No, no, John died in a hospital bed. Uh, I, that's what I meant. Right, and yeah. It, it was an Completely H. Bullshit. I saw an H, and that was hospital bed, not horribly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I felt like I was getting a lot of that.
2: But I also want to point out, um, if anybody didn't catch it, uh, what this kid was saying is that Charlie was apparently meant to kill himself. That was uh, he was driven to it. He said, and uh, I almost
1: punched him in the face for that comment.
2: That was a bit crass. Like maybe there was an easier way to say what he was trying to say. Yeah. But his point was that. Charlie, being somebody who collected in a hoarding type situation, felt as though he didn't have a purpose in life until he died and he got basically a job in the afterlife. And if you didn't catch it, apparently he gives tours to dead people the same way I give tours to live people. Which, yeah, that's yeah. so huge. That was that's the biggest takeaway that's I have from so this entire huge. experience, really, because <laughs>
1: huge. <laughs> <laughs> Is it huge? It's so huge. Uh,
2: (laughs) That's the thing I want to call into the ghost podcast and tell them like, hey, maybe maybe, uh, there's more to death than we think.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that would be kind of good because it's so huge. I think that was my best part Is when uh, He channeled Charlie For the very first time And Velda's reaction was That's so huge
2: <laughs> And that was not me uh, Trying to He wasn't to...
1: naked I mean his I penis <laughs> Was only out for the beginning I wasn't trying to thing. hit on
2: anybody In the room yeah. And I sound like a complete twat Basically I was trying to be supportive <laughs> <laughs> While being drunk And now, now I just sound like an idiot Well but...
1: you know we ne- <sighs> I'm, I guess I'm playing the skeptic At all times Because I didn't necessarily Believe this guy But I really wanted to And, and uh... I'm
2: always the one Who lives in horror stories and paranormal shit anyway. So I'm happy to believe
1: I'll look like the idiot. Next up will be, uh, I have it listed as channeling. So I think we're going to hear the first instance of him. Well, we already heard that. But more of the instances of uh, our special guest channeling Charlie. So here it goes. Let him off, babe.
2: Oh, see you in a minute.
1: Charlie wants you to interview him. There's no way Charlie's going to have anything to say
3: to me. Charlie has never got a chance to talk to you because he can't see you. And when you talk, he can hear you. And because I tr—I translate that in my brain and he can read my thoughts. <laughs> so you want to be... Uh, fuck. So, Holy you, shit. So you I want Charlie to that.
1: take yeah. you yeah. over, you. Um, right? I, I will essentially act as an interpreter here. Mm-hmm. And... Um, just don't start shaking and foaming at the mouth. No, like okay. this
3: is this is very natural. like and I wanna I wanna explain to anyone that's listening that this is as natural as me having this conversation with you right now. When okay. I'm talking to him, I could feel my vocal cords move. I could feel the vibrations hit my eardrums. It's mm-hmm. not like you're thinking something in your head. It's like there is another person in this room that you are actively talking to. Okay. And if you're pouring more of that rum, you know <laughs> I want some
1: more. Um <laughs> Rum is uh, is a direct lubricant for the uh, the go between of the afterlife and the hereafter. That so. sounds like a crock of hooey. But <laughs> yeah, right. I'm willing to buy into it. <laughs> You're not gonna tear me down though, so that's fine. Okay, so, so um,
3: Charlie Charlie is telling me right now that this, this podcast is the coolest thing that's ever happened in his house. Oh, that's this cool. Is cool. Like he's never it's had so like, new. He's never had like people it's like. Neat new age type stuff like he's yeah. never he was never facebook he was never twitter like he was okay. never cool so yeah. like this is cool to him and yeah. like he wants to well he probably
1: didn't even know what twitter or any of that was and I, i'm hoping that we can he you did know, get he him out excluded. there yeah he felt excluded from that because that wasn't like a mode of communication
3: that he got before he died yeah so like he never got to be the cool dude and like now, he feels like the cool dude, and he's like kind of prodding me on my shoulder right now, like get Anton and ask me some questions.
1: Now, here's what's even weirder. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna lay this out there for you, is the fact that um, you know Twitter and that stuff might have been around when Charlie died, but the thing was, um, if he didn't know anything about it, it makes sense that he'd be into it because most of the people that I know that are shut ins that don't do anything, I have some friends, well, quote unquote friends from high school and junior high. That uh, they were complete dorks and complete nerds and they were shut. Like, they spent most of their time with their mother. And, you know, my parents are my best friends, too. So I kind of uh, tried to relate to them. You know, I didn't want them to feel like they were alone, even though I was a little bit more outspoken. And uh, so I'd try to make friends with these, you know, uh, you know, underappreciated people. And I just recently, you know, maybe within the last year. I I, you?
3: Yep. He just had an epiphany. Mm hmm. He, like, always said, is that's why it's you. Yeah.
1: That's uh, that's why it's you. Well, I probably would have been friends with Charlie if he was my neighbor. I mean, that's. You
2: would have. You were friends with Mary.
1: Yeah, I have no issue with social status. I don't give two shits who you are or what your right status right now is. now that you would have appreciated what he had. I probably Definitely. would have. We we lament quite o- quite often and, and almost all the time the fact that they took stuff out There's of here so without us. So much shit you missed out Without us, I oh. don't want to hear There's it. So much shit you <laughs> missed out on. Tell him, him to shit. shut the There's fuck so up. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it, <laughs> and he
2: sure knows I don't want to fucking hear it. Even know. we're friends with a hoarder actually who lives up the hill. Yeah, and he's given us some old An
3: scientific old, uh, equipment.
2: He wants a He's a collector, absolutely. He, he wants is this well, man is look
1: the only yes. reason he that we called a hoarder by his family. Look, the only and reason that we call Charlie. Right? I can't I can't well I he wanna, I'm trying to talk to Charlie then if you but he, he wa- wants to hear talk- something he's talking right now. God damn it, Charlie. Charlie's <laughs> he was called a hoarder by his family.
3: That's true. He doesn't want to be called a hoarder anymore. He right. wants to be called a collector. Sure. And he wants you to be designated as the person who reappropriates and appreciates his
1: collection. Yes. Well that that's, that's my main role. issue is that I, I wasn't able to appreciate his collection when he was alive because I didn't know that he was here. He was he was four blocks away from me, which is I live four blocks from my parents right now. And uh, I that was pass
2: this house a thousand times that was, as a kid.
1: That was far enough for me to not actually I used to walk down this hill to get to my best really? friend's house. Every day he after saw you junior high We'd walk down together And I'd walk him to his house Because he was a little pussy And then <laughs> I'd walk all the way to my house You know, because that's, that's what I would do Because I just liked having a friend uh, So I'm sure that I passed this place But it never registered As far as I knew, I was told to this- speak it up again Whoa, there's a whole shitload more of me talking over everybody.
2: Even a ghost. You even talk over the dead. I Wow. W-
1: yes. Oh my god, I'm so sorry for everybody that listens to this. Um I loved his reactions to himself. I think that was my favorite part.
2: Yeah, it was I don't know if everybody could pick up on it, but he goes, Oh holy shit and he was totally like smacking himself in the face and like pulling his hair back like whoa, like he was
1: uh. He was more blown away than we were, which yes. I I almost felt bad about. After listening to this, no. yeah, I feel like a big dick. Uh, but like his terminology that he says that t- that Charlie uses, like cool and Twitter and
2: I don't think he said. I, I think don't think know. he was trying to translate for us. I don't think Charlie talked about Twitter.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, that's what I got from it. Yeah, but there's just like a lot of terms that I don't think we're really around, and that that threw me after I listened to it the second time.
2: Yeah, I also got yelled at for using the word hoarder when he clearly said it <laughs> earlier. And, you know, I, I'm i not trying to be derogatory or anything, you know, yeah. obviously, but, like, I don't know if that was the kid jumping on me or what, or he thought Charlie, whatever. I don't
1: know. He seemed to have an issue with you, and I think we're going to hear that a little bit later I, on. I can't
2: tell which one of them had an issue with me, but uh, I kind of yeah. get fucked around in this whole thing.
1: Yeah. It, you will don't hear it later, but after the, the initial interview, I, I think I get pretty close to punching the kid in the face.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't
1: record that for you, so I'm sorry yeah, about sorry. that. sorry. But, um... But yeah, it, uh, I, uh, again, I'm doing it again anyway, but I do talk about myself quite a lot.
2: You do. I mean, that's your thing. I don't
1: know what else to do. I mean, but, what what the fuck do I talk about?
2: I don't know. It kind of made sense, <laughs> though, with what he was saying about how you and Charlie are, like, polar. Not. Uh, yeah, I know he, he didn't want to say polar
1: opposites. He, he kept saying... The,
2: two sides of the same coin yeah. or whatever.
1: Yeah. So. He probably
2: liked, too, that you were talking over him because you do that to living people and your own friends. So, you know, you came right in, like... <laughs> Talking to him for the first time. I like hope that's buddies. an
1: endearing thing about I me. I hope and not, so. I hope
2: he didn't think you were an asshole.
1: I'm talking about I our friends. I hope this ghost likes me. I'm, not, I'm talking about our friends oh. and you. I hope you guys all put up with me.
2: Oh, we we do fine.
1: I stay pretty quiet for a lot. Ah, uh, anyway, so that's uh, you know that's just me being full of myself as always <laughs> and talking about that stuff. Um, but next up, we uh, we actually cut out a little section. It was about uh, a good friend of ours that had passed away, um, so I'm going to leave that out.
2: It's not extremely relevant to the Charlie yeah. story, but uh, just out of respect, we said some stuff that was kind of personal, and yeah.
1: nah. So we're just going to leave that where it is. Uh, up next is another little chunk of channeling. So uh, let's see uh, what that what that is. I don't know what the hell that is. Let's Enjoy! find
2: out. <laughs>
0: Job. I no, don't bullshit. No, do no. like, I'm a director. It is so not Fuck a what job. you heard. Like this I've is... been told
1: that you're a director. I don't know
3: anything about it. I'll show you it. my demo uh,
1: Okay. But I won't <laughs> because people
3: want like Google search and find out if... who I am. And I don't want anyone to know who this crazy guy who communicates <laughs> with fucking Charlie, the fucking. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. if I', I if, Charlie if, if the loner but
1: he if, didn't like yeah. it. No. if I'm not completely you know uh you know on the fence then what's the point of me doing this podcast I, I, you know what I mean we got our skeptic here though anton Yes. hey, hey I, but I'm on the fence I'm Red, not skeptic. skeptic I'm just on the I'm, fence this is my house I have to stay on the fence <laughs> I'm impartial
2: but, but that's why he's the one, you know, for Charlie. And can you describe what you described as Charlie and Anton being exact opposite? I just, and look, why he is meant for
1: this. Here's I, what I really want to know. This is important. I don't give a shit. Listen. What? Charlie, Charlie's Stop. telling you an asshole. You're an asshole. I, oh, I don't asshole. give a shit. Oh well, Charlie's a fucking asshole. Fuck you. Listen. The, fuck you. The, listen. Fuck you. Let Stop. Them Stop doing that. Okay, I'm turning I, this, off your mic. There we go. The only thing that I want Charlie to, that I want to know, that I want to hear about, that I want to talk about... <laughs> is how do I talk to Charlie if you're not here? How do I, how do, okay, but can I say something? I don't have to get a response, but can I say something to Charlie?
2: Will he understand?
1: Will he understand? Is, is there, can I write it somewhere? Will he pick it up? Am I back on? Am I want Yes, to talk you're now? back Okay, on thank you, Anton.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you are, you are so... Polar opposite to you were so complimentary, and I like I was just told to not say polar opposite, I was told to okay. say complimentary. Yes, Thank you. um, complimentary is the word to make it. You are the exactly yin to his yang, yeah. You nice. said that exactly as he said that in my head, Corey, the wow. skeptic. You just great said job,
0: Corey. The skeptic. Yeah, just,
3: you're a fucking got, you are a savant and an idiot savant at that, <laughs> um, but. You cannot communicate with him. You can never have, he, he you are a black hole to him. But like I, just, I just
1: want to be able to like give him reassurances You can while, if there's but.
3: anyone that comes through here that is like me. Yeah. They can communicate with him on that.
1: Oh, that cut off abruptly.
2: <laughs> Did a bit.
1: Something good has to come after that. I I'm hope. sure. That's all wait. Oh, oh, oh. oh, go grab some hot chocolate. And, uh, and wait by the fire, and let's, anyway, fuck, what the fuck am I saying? Oh, 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 okay, that's the point of the night when you can tell that we are getting fairly drunk. Yeah. Much like right now. Hey. Hey, we need another drink very soon. Uh, you, know, you got a little taste of me playing God by turning down his microphone, because fuck that shit, nobody talks <laughs> over me. Even I, ghosts, <laughs> again.
2: I honestly thought at that point, if there is some kind of conclusive proof of life after death and ghosts and all that, that it's probably a lot less mysterious and creepy than we think it is. It's not a lot of, you know, doomed great-great-aunts that fell to their death and... oh they,
1: they threw that book to the floor because they hate that book and it means something.
2: No, they're gonna go like, hey, dude, you're an asshole. Just this, they're, they, they're not, you know, the souls of they're just people that happen to be dead and they're talking to you like people <laughs> it's a lot more regular than everybody hoped probably uh, that's kind of sad
1: oh I wrote why on this piece of paper why did I, you
2: write why I
1: don't know mm. god damn it We're a mess. I think I wrote why because I was thinking that Let's
2: get it out come on um, come on!
1: Good evening, we apologize for interrupting this edition of the TrendleCast to bring you a breaking news bulletin. I'm your announcer, the Trendle Manor Senior News Anchor. We now return you to the TrendleCast, already in progress. That it is giving the why, oh, oh, the why of why me and Charlie Mm. can't talk to each other. Yes. I think that was in there. I I think they touched on that before, but he gave a little bit more of that this time. And it's it's odd how he puts it on us being two sides of the same coin. At some point, he says that might not have been this last one. I wasn't listening too well. (laughs) Uh, But... uh, yeah, it, I almost got that because you know we we have in a way we're very similar, but then you know personality-wise, I feel like we we were probably fairly different. You know,
2: it seems that way, and well, especially with the whole life's work situation where. You know, he collected things, and they didn't have any kind of organization. And people will say it was a hoarding situation. But you collect a lot of things, but they are completely well organized and loved and taken care of. So mm-hmm. that's sort of righting all the wrongs of what he did. So I mean, it makes sense.
1: That's why, if this was real or if this was fake, it gave us a good sense because uh, we were hoping that, you know, what we were, what we've been saying forever is, if there are ghosts at the manor, there they like what we're doing. Or they're terrified of us, because when I first moved in, I felt some weird shit. And uh, as the longer I lived here, and especially after Velda moved in, she stirred some stuff up, but Mm -hmm. then it, it died down quite easily.
2: And I never really felt anything at all. I mean, I can't honestly say that I have.
1: Right. But, you know, so it made us feel kind of good tying to this dude, at least, because it was solidifying a lot of ideas that we had. So we were hoping, you know that other people would get this touching thing. And uh and next week we're actually going to talk to <laughs> we played this horrible recording uh for a whole group of our friends
2: all with different paranormal-ish backgrounds. So uh, yeah. their opinions are really interesting too, to hear, yeah. I think. Yeah.
1: So that'll be on next week's, but this uh this whole thing was way too long to cram it all together. Yeah. So we're going to split this into two. So keep mind of what uh what our mystery guest mystery date was saying. <laughs> Uh, for next week And we've got some more left There's a good chunk left uh, We're going to be listening to this And I might be splitting it live So let's uh, let's see what we got out of this I'm not even sure But this is when it gets really drunk
2: It's starting to get intense
1: <laughs> Really strange If you can
2: pay attention to the back and forth It's like a tennis match
1: And really full of uh, misplaced crying So here we go So mine be
2: in Channel. No, what about me? Because you said I'm not on the same complimentary yin and yang level. Because I, I don't know. I say things to him do in you my have head. A thick skin. Yeah.
3: Charlie thinks you're annoying as fuck.
2: <laughs>
3: Charlie doesn't like your voice. And I do have a weird like voice. W- when you give
1: tours. Yeah. I'm about to beat the fuck out of you and Charlie. Charlie's just throwing it this
2: out. This is there. Your it's me. Okay, hey, this listen. Throwing it out I there. would say the same about myself. No. But he
3: appreciates Bullshit. what you do for the house. Cool. Fuck off, Charlie. When you do tours, he's annoyed. Yeah, um, because I'm bringing people in. It's or... your voice.
2: I have a weird voice. I Is don't like she, my voice your either. Your voice reminds it's him of someone. Different. Uh, well, that's, you know, maybe it's somebody he knew. I don't like my voice either. I'm sorry. Stop, <laughs> telling, her word, you Stop have, telling her these things. Stop telling her these things. I'm going to hit do you. You have
3: one word that you say that's like your catchphrase. Uh,
2: mm. not Really? Not that I can think there, of.
3: There's something about you that annoys that mm. you. That's okay. why when, when I was telling is you it, to give the tour downstairs, it, I was like, it has to be answered. Yeah, I because figured there was as something. As soon talking, he's like, like, fucking
2: yep. make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Maybe no, he's not good with women. I like your
3: voice. I think
1: your voice is awesome.
2: Thank, Thank you. No. On your voice. Maybe Charlie. I know I have a strange voice, though. Maybe
1: Charlie is not good with women.
3: Charlie is not good with women.
1: I know that for a fact.
3: Charlie's sad right now.
1: Well, tell him to stop making fun of my girl.
2: It's it's not. Charlie fun. loves your girl.
1: Charlie
3: loves your girl. I do a good okay. thing. I just he's just annoyed by her way of touring because it's too saccharine sweet.
2: It he is very saccharine sweet. sweet. Yes, it is. It is. That is my nature. We always have this good cop you bad cop thing. you like
3: people. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and a lot of times I don't. She you
3: no. hate people generally.
2: You know how you're yeah.
1: fake to people.
2: I hate. I I shouldn't be fucking fake. You know. I shouldn't be.
1: Remember when you were doing uh costume world? You were. I, I, had, I have a telephone
2: there. voice when I need uh, to be nice to people, yeah. But,
1: you know, but you're not.
2: Should I, just, should I just be an asshole to people when they come? Because sometimes people will come he and leave no money. Fake.
3: He says when, when yeah. people come in, you act like you like them. And he says that, he says nine times out of ten, you're pissed off at people in your house. <laughs> it's
0: true. He it is, says,
3: hold on, hold on. Before you, before you guys go into anything, he says that there has been more fights. About people coming into your guys' house between you and you and him, mm-hmm. than almost anything else that you guys fight about. It's the annoying aspect of just people coming into your house.
2: No, it's it's true. Just be real. Yeah. What he's saying is, <laughs> okay.
3: saying is be, he's saying it in a different way, but be real. Like I'm kind of I translating agree. that into, yeah. Entire, like
2: that's what I need saying, to hear. Be,
3: cool, yeah. be yourself. Like stop acting like you want people in your house because the people that he's bringing here for you, he's bringing everyone that comes into this house here for you. Yeah. They're going to
1: appreciate regardless
3: that you well, don't have to put on a show for Charlie them. Or, oh, Charlie like
1: will know this. Charlie will know that. Uh, from Charlie it, says you have a drinking problem. I, I do. It's from I tell him because I'm slurred. Charlie says that's a problem for the house. No, it's. Okay. You can edit that
3: out if you want to, but he just screamed that.
1: Oh, that's fine. Okay.
3: Uh, <laughs> I may uh, or may not corroborate that. <laughs> But here, if, And I'm uh, sorry for that. Like uh, Me is me the person nope, that's speaking right now. You're the right vessel now, would right never, now. It, it's not of this dude we just
2: okay. met that we think is cool. I've got it's a
3: marijuana problem.
2: <laughs> like, I've got a really <laughs> bad I so spend know.
3: more than my rent a month in
1: marijuana. That's am
3: so no one to speak on Insane.
2: Problem. It's yeah. Most oh, of yeah, our booze is free. so we're okay. Can I just say... Here's
3: the fucking key to that puzzle. I don't pay rent. Uh,
2: yeah, it's <laughs> so funny that, that Charlie says that about me because there are so many times where I'll be hungover having to give a tour or do like eight of them a fucking Aww. day when I could... Well, she'll so come much... upstairs. She'll, baby, she'll finish the crying. tour. I hate Fish babies crying.
0: crying. We're among I, there, friends. There
2: are some young kids that we've connected with very deeply. There's a five-year-old who came mm-hmm. for a tour who came back to give me Halloween presents because he connected with me so much. And him and his, his twin brother... with an A. Um, Maxton was his name but I don't remember the mind. other kid's name um his brother but they're old souls um
3: whose urn is it
2: who's up above you sweetie is that somebody in that urn on the shelf above you or is that just an urn oh that one's empty okay there's no one in there
1: okay. we have an urn down <clears> there. <throat> Oh, that four-minute uh, chunk was really chock-full of some garbage.
2: Oh, got intense there. Yeah.
1: You know, the fact that he was... Uh, we finally got to talk about how Charlie felt about Velda. Yeah. And I, I didn't like any of the words.
2: Yeah, you know, like I, I said I want to call him
1: exorcist. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just for you, baby.
2: It's No, I don't want that. <laughs> uh, I kind of took my show notes very well, actually. but um, And I did change my approach to tours after I heard this, to be honest. Because I, I did wonder about the fake thing. I know people don't like to live in the nineteen thirties sideshow era and be talked at. Like they don't want to hear a fake story about a thing. They want to hear, hey, I well, dug this out of the garbage and just, it's fucking cool, dude. Yeah, but yeah.
1: otherwise they're just coming here to to some person's house. I feel like a little bit of showmanship should be part of I, what you I Trundle agree Manor that it should. And
2: I still do have a bit of showmanship. So they're coming but, for
1: a party that's different. But, but for like a tour? for example,
2: one of the Ray guns, like, they would probably want to hear the story that we make up about it, but they would also want to hear the fact that it's cool that we make something out of nothing, and that we're artists, and we dig things out of the trash, and then we've
1: been doing that. More and I, and more.
2: I, I do both. Yes, well, that's what I'm saying. You After keep this, showing I people did... our
1: goddamn laboratoire.
2: I, you know, well, yeah, because <laughs> that that is cool, and people do react well yeah. to it. So. Maybe he had some good advice there, but some of the things that this kid said, I do not hate ninety percent of the people that come to this no. house, and mine and Anton's majority of our fights are not about how I hate people. Like he no. really it's mostly about
1: her being clumsy,
2: and I don't have a catchphrase that I keep annoying. I keep repeating on tours. I, yeah. I legitimately cannot it's not think not of a one. Thing. So he was just throwing some shit out there. I think at that point,
1: yeah, that was fun. I like. Uh, um, uh, I like at the end when we talk about the urn mm-hmm. that has nobody in it because then it made me think, oh, so he's he's uh, he thinks that he's gonna get us again and say, oh, because I felt somebody watching us.
2: Well, and the we urn
1: said, is a piece of fucking garbage from India that was uh, that I got from some. It was never a, a funerary ago. urn. No, this one
2: here. And then it doesn't
1: lock. When or I was
2: anything. talking about that kid too, and yeah, half he the goes, people oh, in the seventies oh, had. Oh, did his name start with an A? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that was complete Very well TV done, psychic yeah. classic shit. So yeah. things started to get a little bit dodgy yeah. here.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you don't realize that until you, you listen back. I mean, obviously not everybody gets to, uh, you know, delve into listening and re-listening to something the way that we're able to do, so, you know. So, and it was fun at the time, and it was a lot more emotional at the time as well. I
2: kept wishing that we weren't so drunk and all excited, because I kept wanting to do this and pause and be like, "All right, let's examine the thing that you just said, because there was just overlap. Yeah,
1: but that's why we recorded it. Right. Because it doesn't matter, you know, we can go back over it, and that is how... Uh, terrible that we are. Yeah. We also
2: cut out some stuff about how much I hate people, which is not true. Yeah,
1: it's so not true.
2: Uh, It was dumb.
1: I think it was just placating.
2: Dumb line of conversation.
1: And then you touched on your voice, which I don't understand.
2: Uh, You know, I hate that I took it in stride so much. Like, I should have been more pissed off. I don't know. I was... If the kid was saying that and being a dick, then I would have called him out for being a dick. But if a ghost says it, I'm more willing to listen to the dead than the living, apparently.
1: Yeah, I just kept feeling like that was an excuse for him to be a dick.
2: Maybe. So that's why I was was like,
1: I don't care. Shut up. You know, that's why I wasn't listening to a lot of it. But uh, anyway, so let's continue and see what else we got.
3: Mm. Um... (laughs) You're cool. You're cool. He likes you. You had, you he's you cool, add yes. realism to this. Like he's he hates us realism. and he likes no, the he quiet He loves you guys. He loves you guys, and... but he has suggestions on how you guys can do this better. Well right. Everybody has suggestions flaws. Are, I'm open. You let go of. All right. Mm-hmm. You use drinking as a crutch to escape something in your life. Mm-hmm. There is something in your life that you Everything. are drinking away. Um, and it's something very specific. We don't need to no. get into this. No, it's not. It, we, no, we don't need to get into this. Like we, like it's very specific that we don't no, need okay. to get into this. Well, you can, but I, it, you don't. What I'm all I'm murder, being told right murder. now is yeah, you're okay. being told you don't need to drink. It's Whoa. cool. Whoa. Like I was social anxiety. It, it, I was just told to tell you it's cool. Okay, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I like drinking, though. Huh?
1: Well.
3: It's cool. Like, it, like <laughs> it's, co- it's cool. You don't need to drink. Like, okay. drink when you enjoy it, but don't drink to... Excess. No, food. don't drink to cure anything. Oh, yeah. Uh. And second, you see drinking as a cure yeah. for something, It's you need to stop. Drink to have fun.
0: Okay.
2: Cool. It's have funny. fun
3: and bring positive energy. Bring happiness Always to Always positive sun. energy.
1: Well, I'm a very happy drunk when I
2: drink... Usually. Re- yeah. Well,
1: usually. Yeah. I'm pretty happy drunk.
2: Yeah. No? Yeah, usually. For, for tours and stuff, and for parties and stuff. Oh, I guess it's no, sad.
3: It's a boner.
0: Uh, I can't get
3: a no. boner. <laughs> no, no, no. I've got this whiskey it, dick. It's not that. It's not that. Well, yeah. I can tell you it's not that, because I have a full-fledged erection. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's funny that charlie said about me hey, being I fake lead. because there's <laughs> definitely been tours you're fake as fuck
3: you're fake as I fuck am. you're fake as fuck you're fake as fuck
2: i am and i don't want to I'm, be I'm, I'm sorry. Shut up, charlie. Nope. Shit. dude I'm I'm i get it so shut up charlie no don't be, be sorry person,
3: I love you. Don't, don't be, be so sorry. mean this guy that's these are things on a i need to hear charlie man. says you're fake as fuck he should not i agree with him
2: i agree with him because there have been so many tours and i wish you could have seen them where i was hungover or just not into well, it. I wish I was doing just anything cancel. else.
3: Just cancel. Them. Just like, no. just cancel no. i had just gone home from work Only and wanted do... to fucking go to sleep. No. And
2: I talked to them, and they're- Only
3: do the tours that you feel it, in. the donations will be better.
2: I bet they will, and I- Only we should. do the tours where we should you be really more feel discerning. the
3: energy of the people coming in, and you really connect with the people coming in. Okay. And the donations will be better, and you will not- incur a financial loss in any way, shape, or form okay. if you do this
1: only when you were feeling that You were doing a service to other people. Look, the only reason that she keeps doing tour I don't care. It's Listen, okay.
2: That is very You valid. can't
1: keep talking. You have to let me talk, too. Uh, I know you're valid. talking for Charlie. but uh, Shut up, bitch. But she- <laughs> Over there, just shut your yap. Let, let him talk. Let Anton talk. But, uh we end up continuing the tours whether we feel like it or not because we feel like we owe it to society to just be open to people uh you know, taking the tour. And they get out of what they get. And if they want, they can give us a buck or they can give us nothing. We don't really give a shit. Well, what we want to do is we want he to give them... He likes
3: material exchanges more than he does like cash exchanges. We do, too. So do
0: is cooler.
3: Yeah, it's so much we. cooler. Most but that's of the cool we shit that we've that's come by we recently has been from other yeah. people.
2: Most of the things I show but off to people... Most
3: recently, someone offered you weed and you declined it.
2: That sounds like it makes sense. Uh, I, we don't normally smoke weed, so I i mean, somebody probably somebody said that Somebody
1: gave us. us a groundhog that was our most recent someone gave you a groundhog yeah we did We've been the we have a freezer in the back porch full of stuff
2: <laughs> no i just i can't get over the fact because there's definitely been people here where i have they've been their back turned to me and i've just been like uh let my fake smile fall and i've done it and i know how fake that. it is they're happy no they don't because they i can on act on my, voice. my voice my voice sounds happy my face is not
3: anton you were doing your job you're doing okay. everything perfectly swell you're, you're too fake yeah but that's her you're job. That's her job. Putting on the right face. You're not appreciating Look, your your job. And let me let me speak for Charlie real quick. I'm sorry. Charlie's an
1: antisocial for, old he's, man. He's, he's probably an antisemily social. Now him. That's, like, that's the way. No, I don't hate him, now. but that you know he's coming from the position of a lot of people that I, I used to know. Got to be cool, and he's like, hey, he's I'm he's on cool a podcast. Shit, yeah. Like, well, guess what? Charlie doesn't understand that women aren't the enemy. And what Charly it's not needs about to understand? No, I think it is. I think it is because he thinks no. that don't I'm cool. The wrong way. And he has issues with you for various fucking reasons.
3: No,
2: I agree that I'm fake as fuck. I don't yes, like but
1: she'll
3: give tours there and put on a happy face, that. face when
2: I don't have one.
3: When she doesn't have a happy face, she's given tours right after you guys have had big arguments. And she my did. She should not have given that tour. She did not bring the right energy to your place.
2: I don't you want negative energy need here need, at you all. You guys
3: need to really concentrate on no. the energy that you bring in and the energy that you manifest no, via your guys. We need tour to get guys. better.
1: We need Struggle to get break. better. That's Holy true. shit! Struggle break. Drink it. Ah, oh, she's filling my thing. Take a second. The Been diva's got something to say. Been told to interject. <laughs> Stop trying so hard. <laughs> We're having fun. I was no, having fun.
3: This is to you. Stop trying so hard. I was having fun. You have enough cool shit in here, <laughs> and you don't need to go any further than what you have already. That's um, so you, mean. Don't, you don't need lights. You don't need crazy shit. You don't need modern electronics. You don't need anything like that. What you have is enough to bring people here and to make you happy. Mm. So I think that's if, fair. If you have a... Tentative plan to put something in that is more modern or something like that. It's not yeah. necessary. You don't need to draw people here. Charlie has you on that. He That's will cool. bring you the best people like the people that you want to be here. You is that need. living people too? Yes. Like he, cool. he he's one hundred percent in communication with people's spirits and he brings people here for you awesome. guys. Like everyone that comes through here, he is hand selected for them to come through here. Um specifically he's mentioning the couple that you talked about from Nebraska earlier. Um, he brought them mm-hmm. here specifically, and he said that the, you should really recollect old, on that visit specifically, because there was something in that visit that would open your eyes to
1: something. The old fat mm-hmm. couple, from way back when. Jeez, oh, I don't even know We're if I remember. Going to Boy Scout honey. camp.
2: Oh, your favorite tour. Yeah,
1: my favorite tour. Right.
2: Yeah. That was like the middle America classic 50s Americana what? tourist trap tour.
1: We had, I wish we had their contact info had in a, We had a tour, and as far as I know, this is like, uh, this is like, uh, uh, what's the, what's the, what's uh, uh, the, the old Nickelodeon TV show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? To me, it was like, "Are are you afraid of the dark?" Because uh, there was um, this oh little devils jumping around.
2: He's he's got a stink bug.
1: There's a stink bug. Are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> I am, but uh, but <laughs> yeah, that show em. the the tour was kind of like the these um, so TV perfect family yeah. that uh, they were chunky. Uh, the mother and father were chunky. The kid was chunky. They all had glasses on. Thank you
3: for turning them off.
1: No, they were happy.
3: No, that's, uh, that's not me talking. All right. Yeah, and he uh, would have said Are You Afraid of the Dark was an awesome show. <laughs> and
1: they had uh, you know they came here for a tour, and when they came here for a tour, it was my thank you, my uh, my idea that all of a sudden, like now we're officially a tourist trap. They
2: did make us seem more legitimate. Yeah. We're
1: a tourist. No. Well, we're a tourist trap. We're yeah. like, you know, we're like television tourist trap where the quality of, you know, people can come here coming through the states for no apparent reason. They found out about you. They saw a billboard. They saw, you know, nowadays they saw, you know, a, a Twitter post or whatever the fuck they saw. Uh, and they decided like, well, we're going to stop in Pittsburgh because Toronto Miners is here. And uh and they stopped here and it was so that was invigorating that and so amazing to us every person that comes it kept here is us going Charlie from now on. Here,
2: Every person Charlie
1: brings brings people here for you.
3: Well then Charlie's um, doing quite it. well, which He's is why we're going out wonderful. into the world and
1: he is Well, for that section, our AA sponsor chimed in. <laughs> uh, Charlie, apparently, being very concerned about uh, us being drunks. That's a thing in the ghost world. They give a shit about you being drunk.
2: He got fatherly, maybe, yeah. or this kid was being a dick.
1: Yeah. Well, sometimes I do think about drinking uh, causing problems, but doesn't it always? But to us, we try to keep it at that weird, like, dichotomy of problems and debauchery.
2: We're characters, you know.
1: Right. You're allowed to drink when you're a character.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Trumple break!
1: Uh, <laughs> Anyway, but part of it, what he, part of what he talked about was that, uh, you know, he was saying, like, don't do it. You know, do the do the tours. Only that, if you
2: feel it spiritually. And, yeah,
1: if they feel good to you. cancel and, it, if not. You know, the thing is, like, we don't do it for donations. The reason that we no, don't we cancel. Never have...
2: I'm no we... gold digger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you ain't no bro. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. But the reason that we don't like to cancel tours is because it's for the people. It's not for us. Like, if we cancel tours, it's it's usually a pretty dire straits that we have to cancel the tour. And I think it's just kind of a, like a shitty way to be where, you know, even if you don't feel good about the tour, you don't feel good about giving the tour, then you're depriving these people of something different. I mean, even if they're like, you know, more quote unquote normal people.
2: It's something that they need to see, even more so yeah. if they are typical. I, we're incredibly
1: people. welcoming
2: people. And his whole thing of you know, don't do it if you don't feel it. Well, sometimes I literally don't have time to feel it because I walk up the hill on my way home from work, have five minutes to change, and then they're at the door. Like right. I don't have time to to physically, sp- spiritually interpret whether or not it's going to be a good tour or not. Like I know it's happening, so I do it. Yeah, the show must go on. Like I, I mean, yeah, we don't do it for donations. We never have.
1: You know, I mean, it, it's just a further the weird, really. Um, and, you know, he talked a little bit about, uh, you know, I don't have to, you don't have to, you don't yeah, you don't have to try so hard. You don't have to keep, uh, making things and doing light. You have enough light. You have a lot. He said all this stuff, but that's what I like to do. That's what Toronto Manor is. I'm not doing those lights for people. I'm doing them because I want it to look cool and I want to feel like I live in a damn movie. That's what I'm doing. I don't know. And if, if at this point, Charlie's the one who doesn't fucking know that At this point Or this kid doesn't But um, but that's that really pisses me off Because I'm doing this for me And I just like the fact that other people can, can benefit from it
2: And I don't know if this kid heard from his initial tour Or his hanging out with us after the fact During the interview That we always say to people We do this because we like it And it doesn't matter if we give tours or whatever Like the house would look this way either way We don't do this necessarily to impress anybody we do because no. it pleases us, you know. We don't. Nobody su- yeah, exactly. has We that's don't have a suggestion box like, "Hey, put more speculums out or have less bears and top hats." <laughs> okay, let me change it. Like we yeah. don't. So uh, I don't know. Yeah,
1: then ended up being where it sounded like Charlie was taking our credit, you know, where
2: for sending he, every single Charlie, person Charlie to our door. every
1: single person here,
2: and hey, that you know, oh, that's cool. You
1: know, you're dead. You could say that if you want to, if that makes you feel better. But you know. Here's Everybody why I, came here because we gave a shit And they sensed our energy of giving a shit
2: Here's why that doesn't ring a bell with me Because right. when And I don't know if we talk about it in here But when you turned off the camera And the whole thing where the camera was a thing Inhibiting no, Charlie later, from talking yeah. to spirits oh, This happened on the front porch And the kid said it, Basically he said I need to go outside for a minute To get away presumably from Charlie And all the ghost stuff So according to that logic Charlie can't operate outside of our front door but this whole thing where he goes out into the world into the spirits of all of our friends right. and patrons oh, yeah. and whatever to drive them here, like that's a romantic thought, you know, but I just don't know how capable that is. Yeah, anyway. that is. Whatever.
1: I like the story aspect of it and I like the thought uh, that romantic. was put into that. It's romantic. And that really did touch a chord with us and it made us feel really good about, you know, um, Charlie and about, uh, you know, what we do and we like the idea that um, that there's something here that likes it and there's something here that's giving tours when we're not giving tours. Yeah, I love that. I love concept.
2: that. That's my favorite part about it. I mean, this. you
1: can write a whole book just based on the idea of a ghost giving tours after we give tours.
2: And that goes into a lot of theories I used to wonder about, too, as far yeah. as the afterlife goes. So Right.
1: And, uh, you know, I think that it helps us through and that's one of those faith-based things where we believe in this squirrely little guy who's, you know, doing cool shit in his time and then coming here and telling us weird stuff uh or you know we we choose to to be completely skeptic and shun the whole idea and I don't, I, can't I, do that. I like to skirt the you know the boundaries and just stay in the middle there i mean i i know that it doesn't give anybody anywhere to go but but really, I, I can't discredit it and I can't take it wholly. I mean, you can hear it in my voice when I'm talking to him. I sure. don't necessarily believe him. And but I think
2: the, both of us go through the motions throughout that entire night. It's almost like right. the whole religious thing. Like, I don't have any proof that it's real, but I don't have any proof that it's not real. So yeah. either way, it's a fun thing to think about.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't want to make fun of God in case there is a hell. Right. I just don't want to live with God. Because you
2: don't know. Yeah. It's
1: like, <laughs> it's like an ex, you know? You're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah we used to fuck and we used to uh, we used to hang out and go to the movies but uh you you also know all my credit card numbers so i'm gonna try to be kind of nice to you for a while after we break you up never you know? know yeah because who, who the hell knows maybe your ex is god and that son of a bitch is gonna shove you right into a hole upside down with your feet in the air being burned and your face being frozen in the deep depths of the earth who knows
2: we may have gotten off topic
1: oh i'm sorry what the hell were we talking about I anyway here's the know. here's the next section of uh this interview
3: i have to interpret this yes. um he's is communicating with spirits within people to bring them here because the spirits are attached to items that you have here yeah. Um. Either by direct association or by memory of the items. This is it, it's weird because I have to interpret something that like isn't mm-hmm. really ne- like. It's like. Uh, yeah, it's I'm okay. a director. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's I, I, right. I don't do You're this doing shit. good.
2: Fuck. you're doing real good.
3: I have a guy on my shoulder right now that's telling me to tell you things, to tell me to tell you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> That you talk too much and you're too arrogant. Like, like but I—that's thought that's what so Charlie well, liked I'm like about supposed me. Saying you right now that are so dickheaded, and I'm a but dickhead. But I thought that's what I Charlie liked,
1: liked about me. That I was different from him. You.
3: He loves that about you. And he thinks Charlie. How am thinks, I supposed to shut up? Charlie thinks you are the coolest person in the universe. Yeah. You are it. You are what Charlie <laughs> wanted to be. You were the Aww. manifestation of everything that he wanted to do with Shit. his collection. But he did not have the mental capacity to do it. Mm.
2: He just likes to kill. I'm listening. He just likes to kill. <laughs> <laughs> that That's what the kids that kids
3: pussy likes to kill. <laughs> oh,
1: fuck yeah, pussy, kill it. Um, That's a good sign, bud.
3: <laughs> But that is I'll, I'll let so you know that cool every here. time you talk, he screams, shut the fuck up, I love you. <laughs> because like everything you're saying is reaffirming everything that he believed about you, because he's never got to interact with you until this point. Like right. this is like a, I, I am a conduit from you to him. And he's never got to see this person that brings all these. We've awesome never people had to him that. And this the, purpose.
2: How many years have we lived here? You had that since oh seven. So mm-hmm. many years we've like, never had never had got to. It? He's Ever. never got
3: to meet Anton. He's nope. met you. <laughs> Nah. Hey, you're fake like, Yeah, that's, that's what he's saying but like, I'm two sorry are never... but oh, like, I get you just it. gotta quit that and like just be appreciative to everyone that comes in here everybody I
2: respect Every is not fake here, if
3: you pay attention to them if you pay attention to the people that he's bringing here you'll understand the reason why he's bringing them here
2: okay
3: Um. with you you were the shit you were everything that he expected you to be huh? and you are even more than that like mm-hmm. you are you were keeping him alive physically like, I am not this person to sit here and tell someone how awesome they are, but you were fucking awesome. Like, you were fucking awesome. Like, what? Like, I, I'm a diagnosed sociopath. <laughs> I, I am not empathic. I hate fucking people. I hate people. Yeah. I don't tear up. You're awesome. What you're doing is amazing. You've saved thousands of people.
2: Jesus. That's so. That's
3: I am so completely important. humbled to be in your presence right now. And that is not the trundle breaks talking. <laughs> that is me telling you that what you have done was a service thousands of people. And you need to just keep doing what you're doing. And you need to never, ever exploit
1: profit. Because what, you're, what you're doing no. is. Never have. Money's never been a thing for us No We have enough to survive Even though we're overdrafting now It's It's whatever It's temporary Put that on other people We're always going to be okay I have so many people
3: right now In this room right now Telling me thank you
2: Thank you
1: I don't know what's fake or what's not or what's happening. Dude, but I
0: don't cry. I don't fucking my, cry. I don't fucking cry. I don't cry at all.
1: My entire...
0: I've been through so much shit, I don't fucking cry. Life. I
1: can't help it right now. Has been...
3: They're so fucking appreciative of you, man.
1: For other people. But there's something that people don't understand and they see as a selfish endeavor. When I want you to promote eternal of Manor or be a part of what we do or and when I draw you into the fold that I give you Well, there you have it. I guess we're just kind of not doing our job to some extent. There's uh, something to be said about what a ghost tells you uh, in your ear, or in someone else's ear in this case, about how you're running your tourist trap. So this is one of the reasons that Trundle Manor never really advertises itself as a ghost locale.
2: Oh, no, we would never. And that kind of goes along with the whole exploitation thing, too. Because it, we didn't, we still don't really know.
1: No, and it's not a, you know, we're not against ghosts or people that do that kind of thing. But the last thing that we want to do is mislead people and make them think that uh, Trundle Manor is haunted uh, because we're super positive about it.
2: I don't want some idiot with a camera and an EMF detector coming in and trying to channel spirits. You know, like if any of this or even some of this is true then Charlie's happy doing what he does and he's happy with, with what we do and I'm not trying to fuck that up
1: yeah our ghost is here for us and that's about it yeah you know, whatever he ends up doing so uh so that was it looks like you have some stuff written down here oh uh,
2: some good quotes <laughs> Oh, Charlie thinks you're the coolest person in the universe uh. And uh, and he also says shut the fuck up I love you
1: yeah, and once again, he goes back into hating Valda for some reason.
2: You know, I'll be honest, the next, I I took my show notes that day, like, oh, maybe, maybe I am too fake or too sweet or whatever, and the next day, I'm like, well, oh, great, there's another man I can disappoint. Cool, I'm just stupid at what I fucking do, and I kind of got, like, kind of fucked up about it. Then oh, I, well, you didn't
1: tell me that. No,
2: I, I said it the one time, but... Honestly, then I gave a tour pretty recently after that, and then it was it was fine. It went well. So, and I tried to be my authentic self and not do any sort of over showmanship stuff. And they did love it, and they did give a big donation. So, yeah. according to what he said, you know, I tried that as advice, and it worked out well.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. once again, you know, we're not about the donations. We're about you know people oh. checking out Trundle Manor. Because, like we always say, this place would be here whether you see it or not. There's always going to be a sustaining force, and our luck will always hold out. We like to say that at Trundle Manor because that keeps us going. But really, what it's all about is you guys, the Trundle Files, the people that are actually listening to Trundle Manor's podcast. And if there is a bit of showmanship then uh, and you don't like it, well, then you shouldn't be listening to podcasts, <laughs> or at least ours. I try. I really do. <laughs> we have a good time. We do. So it's all about the trundle breaks and it's all about trundle manor and what the fuck we're getting into at the time. Uh, coming up, obviously, next week, we're going to be giving you the input from some of our uh, guests that visited. We had what we like to consider a bit of uh, a seance vibe that we were trying to create. Yeah. Uh, but what really happened was we got a bunch of friends drunk and uh, started talking uh, like idiots together and I realized how bad this recording was so you got to listen to the bad recording before they did well after but before we show you what they listened listen to
2: Everybody gets to weigh in.
1: Everybody gets to weigh in. So send in your, uh, your ideas and the things that you thought about, uh, about our ghost, about Charlie, about yeah. the man who's apparently bringing every single person in the world to the house. And not me, you know, not me, obviously.
2: <laughs> no, we're, we're very curious to see what other people think of all yeah. this. Because, like I said, we still don't know what to make of it. And Yeah. You know.
1: We're a happy micro-skeptics. We stay skeptic until we see something of solid approval. Yeah. That's not a word, but you understand.
2: Improval. It.
1: Improval. There's been a lot of trauma breaks tonight. I think I already said that. But anyway, I think that was a pretty good uh, representation of the things that we get day to day. You see, somebody came in. That was kind of cool. That's just, a, yeah,
2: You're right. That's a good representation reason. of our crazy life. Like, out of nowhere, this ghost thing happens. We didn't wake up that day expecting no. any of that. We went to bed at 4 o'clock that next day morning
1: yeah i did not, not
2: knowing what happened still
1: <laughs> <laughs> having to go to work the next day yeah. but um you know so i hope that you guys enjoy the glimpse into Toronto manor's life as always i'm mr arm we're gonna let the announcer get something out later but i'm mr arm and
2: i'm vela devon minx
1: good evening That gave me the shivers all the way down to my naughty bits. I guess we still don't have a concrete explanation for that scratching coming from under the stairs. It's been getting so loud lately, I can barely hear myself scream! Scream! Before you go, my little trundle files, here is the first story sent in to the trundle cast about an experience at trundle manor. This was sent in by the father of Lake, our cover girl. His name is Mike. Mike writes, Hey guys, me and my wife Sherry, along with my 24 year old daughter, Lindsay. And nine-year-old daughter, Lake, and a few friends came to Trundle Manor back in December. We couldn't make the Halloween party, so we came for my birthday, which you guys made into a great party. You guys really had a blast with Lake. Since our visit, she has started her own display called Trundle Manor Lakesway complete with a sign-in book. Anyway, our supernatural moment happened when Velda, Lake, and I were upstairs looking at your Legos. Velda and I were talking about how she had painted the walls in the hall, and when she pointed towards the wall, a large picture fell off the wall, slamming to the floor and scaring the hell out of us. It started a lot of talk about people who had lived in the house in the past. We had a great time, and Lake talks about your place almost every day. She wants to come back on her birthday in June, so I'll be calling soon. Thanks for having such a great place to experience, and being such great people. Well, thank you for experiencing our great place, Mike. The energy must have been high that day that you were here. Our spirit doesn't usually mess with a collection like that. And Lake was a wonderful little girl. We're very happy to spread a little unusualness through her eyes. Now, don't forget to send in your stories, folks. I know there are a lot out there. I think we need a little trivia after that scare. Have at us, Velda, my dear.
2: Well, hello, Trundlefiles. I hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast. And now for a bit of classic film trivia for those of you who choose to live in the movies like we do. Tonight's question is... In the film Meet Me in St. Louis, how did director Vincent Minnelli get child actress Margaret O'Brien to cry on cue when they filmed the scene where she smashes up the snowmen? Join us again next week for the answer if you can wait that long. Farewell, Trundle Files.
1: We'd like to thank Lake for being the pouty little dead girl for this week's cover, and her father, Mike, for sending in their story. She looks as confused by the outcome of this ghost hunt as we are. We'd also like to thank our ghost-channeling guests and his assistant, and of course, Brian Vamp, for our intro music. Find him on ReverbNation.com. Slash, Brian Vamp. That's B R Y A N Vamp. Tune in for the next episode to hear what some of the Trundle crew has to say about this week's Trundlecast. Yes. And while you're waiting, visit TrundleManner.com where you'll be able to see a list of all of our future events, like gallery shows and movie nights. Or book a tour and experience the manor all by yourself. Be sure to peruse our videos and photo pages to get a glimpse into the lives of its inhabitants. And you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr just by typing... Trundle Manor into their search boxes. Don't forget to send your stories of Trundle Manor, both unusual and unnatural, to the Trundlecast at trundlemanor.com. We may even read them right here. Now pull your heads under your sheets and attempt to ignore the long bony fingers tugging at your nighties, because you'll want to get a good eternity slumber until the next. Trundle cat.